As a claims professional, we call it a big gulp moment. Today's mail, or maybe the sheriff, has delivered a subpoena for you, the adjuster, to appear for a deposition in five weeks. You'll be grilled on a claim that you handled four years ago. You thought it was closed. You thought it was over and done with. But as Yogi Berra said, it ain't over till it's over. Hi, this is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates. Welcome to the Claims Coach Podcast. This is the podcast delivering tips, tools, and techniques to help great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. So let's talk about when the adjuster has to give a deposition and the best way to prepare for that. Claims people may have to give depositions for various reasons. Could be that they or their company could be a defendant in a bad faith claim. Or the insurer or TPA gets sued over its handling of a claim. Maybe there's a dispute between a reinsurer and a seeding company. Maybe a primary insurance carrier and an excess carrier are squabbling. Maybe the adjuster is a defendant. You see that in more and more states. In other cases, the adjuster's deposition may just be part of a lawyer's fishing expedition. To prepare for the deposition, though, the adjuster, and I'm using the term adjuster here generically, whether your title is claims rep, claims supervisor, VP of claims, whatever, but the adjuster should work closely with defense counsel. And that's the lawyer representing the adjuster and defending, so to speak, the deposition. Make sure that attorneys get adjusters all the information and material that you, the claims person, needs to review for any deposition. Even if the adjuster has seen it before, lawyers can note depositions months or years after the claim was closed. No adjuster has photographic memory in cases like that, so the claim handler has to review file materials. That is an important tip. Also, the adjuster needs to make sure that the lawyer gets these materials to the claims person for review as quickly as possible and as far in advance of the actual deposition date as possible. Now, the importance of this grows with the volume of material that has to be reviewed. If the adjuster has to go through thousands of pages of material, an appropriate amount of lead time should be built into the timeline by counsel to allow for unhurried review. This is particularly vital since claims people often juggle the onerous task of deposition prep with their regular jobs. Because their regular jobs don't just evaporate because there's a deposition scheduled. So deposition preparation is crucial. Consider this the homework and the deposition the final exam. And be guided by the advice of counsel in terms of what you should and should not review to prep for the deposition. Actually, you know, the deposition is more like an oral exam, and it's often as much fun as a tooth extraction. The more time you spend becoming thoroughly familiar with the relevant materials, and by relevant, I mean relevant as defined by your defense attorney or the company's defense attorney, the better the claims person will fare during the deposition itself. So be prepared. Adopt the Boy Scout motto. Let's talk about some other mundane but very key factors in prepping for the adjuster's deposition. 
Think about logistics, okay? These may appear mundane, but they can be crucial in getting you in the right frame of mind as you enter that conference room to be grilled under oath or maybe videotaped. Get familiar with the area where the deposition will be taken. Is it in or near your hometown, or is it in some faraway location with which you're unfamiliar? Make sure you know roughly how long it takes to get to the location from your home or hotel and allow extra time. Is there ample parking? Does it fill up early? Is it pay parking or free? Is it a parking deck? Is parking assigned or is it limited? You, you have to factor in the possible need to circle around for parking. Is the deposition location downtown in a court reporter's office? Is it in a lawyer's office? Find out, and if possible, maybe even make a dry run. You don't want to be stressed. Uh, th these points may seem tedious and trivial and mundane, but you don't want to enter a deposition in a frenzied state of mind, sweating over being late to a deposition or trying to find a parking space. You want to show up to the deposition feeling cool, calm, and collected. And the odds of doing this rise if you allow ample time for commuting and thoroughly scouting out the physical layout and the transportation snafus, which could thwart your timely appearance. Further, you don't want to start out by being on the defensive by having to apologize to counsel and explaining why you're late. So another aspect of prepping for the deposition are, are questions for the claims person to ask before the deposition. Let me, let me go through a, a list of, of recommendations. Number one, who's going to be taking my deposition? It may or may not be the t attorney who signed the subpoena or the one who signed the deposition notice. It could be a senior partner from an opposing firm. It might be an associate. Find out. Number two, ask your counsel how would you characterize his or her deposition style? Is it confrontational? Is it abrasive? Is it low-keyed or inquisitorial? Has your attorney had prior dealings with opposing counsel? Are they on good terms or are relations contentious? This can impact the tone of the deposition and help you prepare for what's ahead. Number three question to pose to your counsel. How long do you think the deposition will take? Now, caveat, whatever defense counsel answers, take it with a grain of salt. A deposition might take less or more time than your counsel forecasts. Best, though, if you expect a long day, because then you can be pleasantly surprised if it ends early. Do not schedule other commitments that day. You don't want to be distracted by thoughts and fears of missing another appointment, a return flight, or whatever. This is where the lawyer grilling you can trip you up and cause you to make mistakes. Settle in for the long haul. Maintain the air of someone who feels and projects that they've got all the time in the world. Number four question to ask your own attorney. What's the main thing the opposition is trying to get out of the deposition? What's the best case scenario for the other side? How would they know that they hit pay dirt? What is it they're after, or why are they taking the adjuster's deposition, or is it more of a fishing expedition? Number five, question. What are the hot spots or touchy areas where I should tread cautiously? You know, every case has strengths and weaknesses. Every claim file has good points and bad points. 
What are the soft spots in the case where the adjuster's answers are extremely critical? Have counsel provide you with feedback here. Number six, what would a successful outcome look like at the end of this deposition? What's the best case scenario for us? What does success look like? You have a better chance of doing a good job if you have a clear idea as to what will help your case. But in any case, make sure you just answer honestly and tell the truth. And number seven question to pose to your counsel. Can we meet a day or two before the deposition to prepare? Insist on this. You know, some defense attorneys may wave you off suggesting that you get together for breakfast on the morning of your deposition or huddle a few minutes before the court reporter arrives. Diplomatically but firmly insist on a meeting the day before to go over key planning aspects of the deposition. Depositions are Maalox moments, and they may be about as fun as a root canal. But like root canals, though, they are occasionally necessary. There's no functional equivalent of deposition Novocaine, but hopefully these preparation tips may render the adjuster's testimony experience as pain-free as possible. Hey, if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach Podcast on iTunes and leave a review. For more information on Quinley Risk Associates and my menu of services, please visit me on the web at www.kevinquinley.com. Connect with me on Twitter at Claims Coach. That's one word, Claims Coach. And I'm also on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check back for future claims and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.